first, uh, what company do you work for? Uh, right now I'm working with Bosch Engineering. Oh, okay, that's really cool. Yeah, Bosch overall does a whole bunch of stuff, and then I guess my sub-company just does kind of contract engineering, I guess. Okay. Um, what's your kind of role in that contact engineering uh, facility? Uh, I'm doing calibration engineering right now for GM, so I'm doing... Uh, Bosch overall is doing the the engine controller for the new Corvette, and then I'm doing kind of the more communication to other modules side of of that work. Oh, that's super cool. So, and you work on vehicles, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so I heard the new Corvette, and I'm like, ooh, that's cool. (laughs) Um, So, what years were you on the team for? I started freshman year in 2014 and then ended when I graduated in 2018. Okay. So, four years. Um, Yeah. What was your proudest moment on the team? Um, that's a tough one. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I had... A couple good conversations with uh, with some industry folks that ended up leading to the job that I've got now that, like, looking back, feel really good. Yeah. Um, as far as when I was actually on the team, I think it was more... I don't know if any one moment really sticks out, but it was just... Uh, Uh, I guess a time in my life when there was, you know, five or six good people around me that I could count on to come in and get work done. And, you know, we could go and hang out just as much after, after work as while we were working on the sled. Okay. uh, I I think that the community that we had was kind of the thing that I was happiest with. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what was your motivation to stay on it then, if that was kind of your proudest moment? It was mostly the people. Okay. Uh, part of it was the the work itself, but uh, I don't know, like growing up, I was never a car guy or anything like that. Um, so there's no real push as far as personal motivation to get into it for the snowmobiling aspect Mm -hmm. it was more i needed something to do outside of class that wasn't you know sit in my dorm room and watch tv and yeah um it ended up being sled for me so (laughs) yeah it was um so, what would, did you happen to hold any leadership positions while you were on the team? Um, my senior year, I got voted into a captain position. I didn't do very well with it. It was happened to be the semester I got voted in was also the semester that I decided to take a, a graduate-level course from Dr. Kumar, and that ended up uh, not going over too well. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, for the most part, I was uh, 
I guess I was in a leadership role for a little bit, but for the most part, I was uh, kind of support. Um, so I did a lot of management of equipment in the dino bay, uh, mm-hmm. ran the wiki page for Dr. Byerline and stuff like that, but uh, didn't do didn't really have any management position in the team as far as telling other people what to work on or anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I saw um, Brandon showed us around the dyno and stuff yesterday, and he was showing us your notebook, and I was like, whoa, this is cool shit. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so, do you have any, like, general advice for the leaders, or, like, any advice specifically related to retention? Because that's kind of our biggest problem right now. Retention was never very easy for us. Yeah. It seemed like we would start just about every year with a team of about 30. And then at the end of the year, if you looked at who actually showed up, there was a team of about 8 or 10. Yeah. But uh, um, oh, sorry, there was another part to that question. I latched onto the retention bit. Now I can't remember what the first part was. No, that's okay. Uh, like just general advice about leadership and stuff. Uh, I think it would be identifying the people that are willing to just come in and work, whether or not they have the technical skills or not. I think that ends up being, I think when the team was at its strongest, which was before I was a member. Right, like uh, 24 or 2004-ish era, right? Yeah, that that era, they had a lot of guys that were really, really passionate about snowmobiling. Uh, a lot of gearheads, a lot of guys that liked working on engines. Um, and it kind of developed a culture of people that, you know, whether or not they knew the newest techniques or anything like that, they ended up getting a lot done just because they were willing to come in and work. Right. Um, And I think that that was something that kind of started to decline as those guys graduated and, and moved on from the university. Um, I think that's one of the things over the years that slowly trickled away as we focus more on the engineering side and and we lose a little bit of the uh you know come in and turn wrenches attitude right yeah we i mean it's kind of been generationally proven that the work ethic sort of side of things kind of goes down every year and like the self-motivation kind of thing kind of starts to deteriorate the newer and newer you get yeah and then there's also the the grad student side of it where we didn't have so Dylan would have been the last grad student at least as far as I know of on the team yeah unless any of the guys from the last two years have gone on to do grad school at U of I nope um but when you're your senior class I know it was definitely an issue when I was a senior because I wasn't very good at it um 
the 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 senioritis is definitely an issue mm-hmm. um when you're you know your most experienced people are more happy to you know go out and hit the bars on a friday night than teach the guys under them on a friday night yeah for sure they get tired oh uh, yeah and Again, I don't know what the fix is for that because I was definitely no better at it when I was a senior, but that's definitely an issue. Yeah. Uh, When I was a younger member on the team, we had Dylan as our grad student, and that was kind of a... Because he wasn't immediately leaving when he graduated, there was a bunch of of work that he was willing to do to to pass on a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. and the rest of us, I don't think, did our due diligence at his job. No, we're kind of trying to recover that um, slowly but surely. So, um, um, do you have any general advice for the team, current members, new members, anybody? Um, I think the the biggest one is... Just showing up. It's surprising how important that is. Um, but looking through, taking the time to look through the papers and the presentations of not even the old Idaho teams, but just the old teams from Sled Comp. Okay. Um, that's a, a huge resource that you can just get from the KRC's website. Like there's no work that you really have to do to get it. You just go to the website and download it and read through. And most of the papers probably aren't all that great, but a couple of them are really good. And even if the paper's not great, some of the information in it might be. Right. Yeah. I was in charge of writing the paper for this year. So it was kind of a rocky ride. Didn't, didn't you say in your email that you're a freshman this year? Yes, I'm a freshman this year, yeah. And you're in charge of the paper? Pretty much, yep. Because we were so behind on our model that... right? Yeah, we were so behind on our model that we couldn't get the paper done in time. So they were just like, all right, Mickey, here you go. And I'm like, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I guess on the, the specifically paper advice, yeah, we were generally... Generally, it would be juniors that would run the paper for the most part. I figured. Um, and then you have, we'd usually have freshmen and sophomores write a couple of paragraphs about whatever project they worked on. Um, but for the most part, it would be the juniors that did the paper, and then the seniors and grad students, if we had them, would do the editing. Yeah, that didn't quite happen this year. <laughs> That, that that should be the goal, I think. Or at least it seemed to work pretty well. I mean, yeah, we had alumni go through and edit it. Um, we had, like, Kiss and Buttons look through it, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... We don't really have any seniors or grad students right now, so we're kind of low on numbers. Yeah, that's not a... I guess a situation I know really how to deal with we always had those yeah when i was on the team 
For sure. So that's, that's not an easy place to come back from if you don't have the, the experience. For sure, yeah. It, which is okay. Like, I don't mind it. It's just kind of frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can imagine. Yeah. But you have any other kind of general advice? Usually I ask people for, like, five pieces of advice, but that's totally up to you. Um, not that's coming to me off the top of my head. Okay. okay. That's totally fine. Um, you can send me an email later if you want to, but if you don't, then I totally get it, so. Um. Okay, yeah, I'll try to think up a couple things over the next couple days. Okay, thank you. Try to put. Yeah. Yeah, I should be working from home some at the end of the week, so I should have time to, to put some stuff together. Oh, that'll be nice. Nice break from all of the craziness in the world right now. <laughs> it is crazy. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, do you have any um, just like skills that you learned from the team that you use in workplace a lot? For me, it was mostly the the technical skills. So, using, I guess, Inco would be the big thing software wise. So the yeah calibration on the dyno. We're struggling um, big time with Inca right now. Okay. Yeah. Let me know if I can help out at all. Um, uh, yeah, we'll probably be I calling you in because do... we have a couple people. So Kyle and Garrett are the guys that are, or actually, sorry, no, Garrett and Lucas are the guys in charge of uh, redesigning the dyno so that it works. Um, cause Inca's okay. been having issues cause it's on a laptop that's on Windows 7 and everything else is already updated. So we have to transfer it over oh. and a bunch of other stuff. Yep. So, um, I'll send you their comp or I'll send you their contact information and I'll send them your contact information. <laughs> okay. So, um. Sounds good. Yeah. If it's general tool usage stuff I should be able to help and if it's more software stuff I know at least GM's ETOS guy that can try to debug any any bigger issues that would be super awesome thank you so much no problem um yeah so any other skills you used or um, anything you would want the team to know? <laughs> um, I think the uh, the presentation and the I guess the paper wasn't as big for me. Like my junior year, I worked on it a lot, and be- years before I I put some effort in, but uh, really focusing on the the presentations and doing the smaller. Um, I don't remember what they were calling them at the time in the senior design classes, but the design proposal presentations or something along those lines. Okay. Um, the, the getting used to standing up in front of a group of people and, and talking to them is, is definitely an important skill. Yeah, for sure. We, um, go ahead. 
But other than that, it's just being willing to, you know, kind of dive head first into an issue that you've never heard of before and going in with an attitude of, I have no clue what's going on here, but I'm going to try to figure it out. Yeah. Surprisingly, even when you're in a company, it goes further than you think it would. Oh, yeah, for sure. Troubleshooting is a huge skill. But, um, I think that's, that's about 90% of what my job is these <laughs> days is, oh, well, GM said our controller is doing this, so let's figure <laughs> out why it's broken. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, there's lots of stuff with that. I have no doubt. Um, but yeah, so I can send you Garrett and Lucas's contact info and I'll send them yours. Um, and then, oh, one last question. Would you be willing to do a presentation or some kind of interactive class call thing? Um, we're trying to see if we can get the alumni to do a presentation or something um, that, like, is more interactive with the rest of the class so everybody knows who the alumni are. Yeah, I should be able to do something like that. Just uh, make sure you get a hold of me like one or two weeks beforehand so I can schedule it all out with work. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. um, Yeah, that should be, should be doable. All right. I will send that out to the rest of the leadership. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Sorry. I don't know enough about Inca or anything. (laughs) No worries. Um, Kind of the whole point of the team. Yeah. Well, I'm more on the, physical aspect of things so I'm going to try to finish the CVT test bench over the summer and figure some stuff okay. out okay yeah so is that the one the one KISS started the one that was the old uh, little chassis dyno type deal um the... kind of I guess um it's kind of um I don't know if you know Colin Park and Brandon Hudson but those were the two guys that were working on it before they left okay yeah I knew I knew Colin. I roomed with him my senior year. Yeah, this was kind of Colin's baby as soon as he graduated, so. Um, Okay. Yeah. I really got interested in it because I did some CVT research um, when I was uh, writing the paper. Because I was like, I don't understand how an engine works. (laughs) So I just started Googling things. Um, transmissions can get just as complicated oh i know and like my uh one of my like team guy that i was um helping with his project decided to uh kind of throw me under the bus and was like all right now i need you to come up with how to calculate the efficiency of a transmission and i'm like i'm sorry what and he's like yeah and i'm like uh okay He's like, it should be nice to and easy. It. it just can change depending on what speed you're going. Yeah, I'm just like, wait, no, wait. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even understand if a transmission works, much less how to like troubleshoot it, or even close to understanding how the efficiency of it works. So I just sat down for like forever, and I just freaking plowed through until I could figure out how to make it work. Um, it was really funny. Uh, <laughs> I kind of just... YouTube and MATLAB, they'll get you there eventually. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I didn't even work on MATLAB. I just kind of, like, played around on YouTube, looked at some... read some articles, um, watched some videos on how it works physically, and... 
whole bunch of fun stuff, so.